Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. We're going to get right into the acute mental neuroses and on some good stuff uh, about the network and me personally. And uh, yeah, so kind of the not bad news, but uh, kind of the, the uh, awkward anxiety inducing news to begin with on the list you cannot see. I saw my dad last week. That was weird. Now, Long-time listeners know that, obviously, I have a thing with my dad. We get along, but we don't see each other that often. We don't really don't talk. And he basically emotionally abandoned me in my teens. So, um, I went through a bunch of therapy, did my emotional grieving, and just left it at that. Fine. But then, last week, uh, I was meeting with Troy, the possibly new co-host of uh, our one of our sister shows, Nerd Vomit. And we were meeting, like, down the street from my day job at this cafe to record, like, close to work, whatever, um, worked for us, uh, Troy lives, like, right down the street from there, so it was easy to meet up, and I see this guy, like, I, I can, I can see through these, like, giant, like, you know, floor-to-ceiling windows in this cafe, and I can see, you know, if Troy drives up, so I can, you know, stop dicking around on my computer, and we can start, well, dicking around on my computer, really, um, and, I see this guy, like, kind of walking, kind of slowly, and I'm like, that's weird, that dude looks like my dad, and then as he gets closer, I'm like, fuck, that dude is my dad, so, you know, I opened the door for him, because he's walking slow, and I was like, Jesus Christ, could you walk any slower, and kind of chuckled, and he goes, well, I've got arthritis, so no, and kind of just like, you know, I realized that I obviously came you know, with a, like a, a like a joking attack right off the gate, so probably threw him for a loop. That someone opens the door and then complains to his face about how slow he could move, um, and then you know he comes in and I stand next to him, uh, you know, casually, probably well inside a personal bubble for you know for father son, fine, stranger, not so much, and he kind of stands there and kind of looks at me like, why is this person standing? Like, why did this person open the door, then insult me, then stand, like, close? And I was like, Dad. <laughs> and he's like, Doug, oh, didn't recognize you. It took me a second, like, you know. And I was like, yeah, okay, I probably threw you off. And, uh, you know, we hug, and and I and I had this, like, well of, like, anxiety. Um, and, I, and part of it was, like, an excitement of, like, well, this is weird. Like, what are you doing down here? And he was at, running early for a dentist appointment. Uh, that was literally catty corner to the cafe, and he's like, what are you doing here? I said, I work down the street, and I'm recording with a friend. Um, you know, we got into the pleasantries and all that. Uh, what are you doing? How's everything? How's everybody? Blah, blah, blah. Troy ends up showing up. I introduced him to my dad. Fine. It like I, I felt, like, anxious around him, where I was like, uh, uh, uh. And this happens when I see him. I get nervous, and it's like... Some of the therapy goes right out the fucking window, and I'm 17 again, and I'm afraid to say the wrong thing, which, obviously, if you're listening to this, long-time listener, new listener, or you know me uh, at all, or you've gotten a sense of, I'm not afraid to say anything. I never shut up, and anything that flits across the old brain pan falls out of the mouth hole like demon potato bugs. So, like that analogy. Anyway... So seeing my dad was kind of weird, and it was a little awkward, because uh, Troy and I went to go uh, sit outside and record, because it was a beautiful day, and then I could smoke as well, and my dad was like two tables down, and I was like, shit, he's still here? <laughs> and I was like, 
hey, we're going to record now, so don't come up and talk to me. Um, you know, in a nice way, and I said goodbye and whatever, and he went to his dentist appointment. But it was so weird seeing him on that side of town, it made no sense. Because um, he doesn't live anywhere near there, and I think he'd followed the dentist from office to office, and that's just where it all happened. So maybe every six months I'll have this experience again, uh, which is weird and terrifying. Um, but that was, yeah, it was, once again, like, some things, I mean, no matter how much you work on them in terms of the acute mental neuroses, they, they just, they don't even camouflage themselves. You just, they never get brought up again. And I'm like, okay, I'm cool around, you know, talking about my dad and whatever. And then like, just face to face, like, you know, unexpected shock of seeing him was just like, um, as well as, you know, he didn't, I mean, it didn't look terrible. He wasn't like skeletal or ashen, but he'd put on some weight and he had obviously arthritis in his hip and we were talking about how he's got to have some kind of biopsy. And I was like, shit, man, to hell with getting old. I'm going to live fast and leave a pretty corpse. That's my plan. So, you know, it was just kind of, you know, kind of crazy. And, and like I was saying, you know, you, you think you've moved past something and then it takes like a shock to the system to realize, man, you know, I put in the work and it's. You know, I thought I was mission accomplished, and it wasn't, because you don't come up against that situation again, and you, but you know, it, I mean, obviously I knew it once everything was done, I was like, I can handle this, and nothing bad happened, um, but but I couldn't shake the anxiety for, for you know, a couple of days. It was just so, uh, so jarring. So, sorry for that loud, loud click there, I uh, put down my coffee cup while I was talking, which is something I don't normally do on this show. But hot on the heels of seeing my dad, uh, Troy and I recorded, and then uh, we were outside, and it was a beautiful day, and I didn't even think about it, but there was a slight breeze, and that slight breeze completely overtook the microphone, bleached us out audio-wise, and we had like unusable, we had an unusable episode for 45 minutes. We lost everything, or I couldn't use everything. So then I was like, I, you know, I was like, shit, okay, well, I've still got some, you know, audio from NDK and... Denver Comic-Con from last year, which I'm going to talk about in a second. This was one of the panels that GR recorded last year, and I don't know what happened, and I don't think it's GR's fault. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not disparaging the the way he's kind of, like, stepped up and, and helped uh, me out, helped the network out, helped Deb out after her accident, um, and stepped up and really, you know, helped me out at, at Comic-Con when I needed it. But the audio was really quiet. Um, I don't, when I listened to the audio, one, it was still quiet when I put it, like, all the way max on both GarageBand and my headphones, and at one point, like, the, the people, the panel, it was gonna be, it was gonna be Frank, the Frank Miller Q&A, the, the comic artist and writer, they were like, can you hear us? And I'm like, no, oh, shit. So I think it was audio on their side. So then I went into a panic, because I was like, holy shit, see my dad still kind of reeling from that. Um, within the first, you know, like I said, like 24 to 36 hours, uh, and then couldn't use the audio from recording, couldn't use the audio from the panel, so I had to scramble, and at like 4.30 in the morning, day of having to like edit and post everything, um, I had like a six-day work week at the day job, like it was just the beginning of nothing good, really. So I, I did a quick recap, because I didn't want to lose some of the stuff we had talked about and, um, you know, I didn't want to have, like, a giant list of stuff for us to talk about this week, which didn't happen because, unfortunately, Troy's feeling under the weather and lost his voice, which does us no good for podcasting. Like I said, I would talk about uh, Denver Comic Con again or Denver Pop Culture Con. 
um, interchangeable, in my opinion, uh, though not legality-wise, because uh, San Diego's like, we can only call it Comic-Con unless you pay us. Well, fuck you. I'm calling it Comic-Con the way you call facial tissue Kleenex or a, or a you know, cotton swab thing a Q-tip. Like, it's just the, the, the thing has become the thing. Um, anyway, we've been approved. Uh, we got our approval middle of last week, and I've got a whole bunch of stuff now that it was kind of a hurry-up-and-wait scenario for the network. Um, I talked about, like, putting together the fear stickers and shirts, um, and now I need to start aggressively pursuing that because it's go time. So, um, and I don't want to fall behind. I know I've got, like, a month and a half, um, almost two months, but I want to have everything ready. I don't want to be freaking out at the 11th hour. So, I'm going to put together the cart for the stickers and the shirts. Um, I'm going to file, I'm going to send off all of our um, interview requests. Um, so, busy, busy, busy in terms of the, the it says Fear Agents Fire of Doing, um, which is a kind of a sub list you cannot see under um, DCC approval. So, um, luckily it, it's, you know, I'm prepared and I don't feel stressed much. Let's see, what else? Um... Speaking of just feeling stressed, and this won't be super long because I did just talk about it on Nerd Vomit, but I did want to get into just kind of a hilarious quagmire I found myself in. Uh, it says Video Game Hell on the list you cannot see, and basically what happened was I've had a string of video games that I thought I'd really enjoy, and then I don't. One of them I was really, a couple of them I was really excited for. I picked up um, Sekiro, uh, Shadows Die Twice, which is this like. Um, kind of feudal Japan shinobi game, and that fucker's hard. I died multiple times in the tutorial. Um, I got so frustrated. I loved the challenge, but the, the the frustration came of, like, I couldn't progress through, like, the battles and the, the timing mechanics of the controls, and I just got frustrated and was like, fuck it. So I ended up picking up um, what's called the Handsome Bundle from Borderlands, because my friend is excited for Borderlands 3, which... The trailer just dropped for that a couple weeks ago. So I picked up the bundle, and it's Borderlands 2 in the pre-sequel. Well, I suck at first-person shooters, so I don't play them, so I suck even more at them when I bought it, and I got frustrated again. But that one I'm going to keep trudging through because I like the look of it. It's like a kind of a cell-shaded, um, rotoscoping type of look to it, and I like the story and the art. Uh, I'm going to try to keep playing that. But I was like, I kind of went, meh, ah, meh. It's kind of lukewarm on, on that. And so I went, I got uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, which was like a huge contender for Game of the Year last year. And I thought, well, this has got to be good. Nope, first two hours, boring as shit. Um, I can see why some people just couldn't get into it. Because you basically spend the first two hours following people around, like just holding a button so you keep pace with them in a blizzard. Like, you don't really do anything active for the first you know, a couple hours of that game, and I'm going to begrudgingly trudge through it, because I know it must get good, because why else would it get so many accolades? I think once it gets into the, the open world aspect, that's when everything will kick off, and I can't wait to be able to name my horse. I've been thinking of horse names for like a week, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm you know, sitting really on the fence about a few of them, like uh, Cadbury Quincy Putterbottom. So, stuff like that. I mean, that could be a fun part, but it didn't really grab me the way some of the other games I've played you know, like the God of War last year, which I knew I'd love because I love the franchise. But the first game I ever really played on PlayStation 4, the um, uh, uh, 
Horizon Zero Dawn, man, that grabbed me. Uh, God of War grabbed me. Uh, the Uncharted series grabbed me. The the newer games I, I mentioned didn't didn't grab me. I and you know and it's on me. It's on me. It's just not my bag. Not my thing. Uh, it's not the developer's fault. I'm sure they did the best they could to please everyone, but there's always going to be a jaded asshole that sucks at their games, and I'm that jaded asshole that sucks at their games. Speaking of things I don't suck on, that was a weird segue. I wish I would have phrased that differently. Lastly, though, um, I watched the Earbuds documentary, which is a documentary about podcasting. I highly recommend it. If you're new to podcasting, and man, if this is the first podcast you're ever listening to, <laughs> you jumped into the deep end. Um, but I recommend it. It didn't really bring anything new to me, being in the community of podcasting, knowing what kind of family can be garnered through host and guest and audience and the way they interact with each other and through social media and how you know, this is uh, you know, kind of blown up yet still been um, you know, marginalized and niche. So I, I do recommend the 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 documentary, you know, no matter where you're at in, if you just listen to podcasts, if you're thinking of starting one, or you're in the middle of one like I am now, quite literally, um, I recommend it. it it's, it's funny, it's sweet, um, it, it has some substance beneath the kind of um, snarky veneer um, of comedy podcasts. But it was kind of funny because... A couple days ago, while I was working the six days at the day job, I was working, and this guy and I were talking to this uh, um, customer guest person, and they go, your voice is really familiar, and I was like, oh, I don't ever hear that. And I wasn't being sarcastic. I'm like, I don't ever hear that. Um, the only people who you know would say that to me are people that talk to me all the time, and it would be weird if they... You know, if I saw someone every day and I go, hey, your voice is familiar. I talk to you every day. That's weird. He goes, do you do, like, radio or... And I said, well, I, you know, I've, I work at a digital media company. We do podcasts, and I do a couple of them. And he goes, oh, my God, you're you're Doug from the, the you know, mental... And I went, yes, those are my acute mental neuroses. I'm Doug. Um, and he was like, oh, my God, like... and. It was floored to meet a fan. It was great. Um, you know, it just shows how we're getting out there, and it was nice, and I was uh, genuinely, sincerely freaked out. Um, and I said, you know, thank you for listening. Um, I'll talk about this. Um, his name was Greg. So, hey, Greg, uh, you get a little on-air mention. So thanks for saying hi. Thanks for being cool. Thanks for listening, like I've said twice already. Um but it was it was genuinely crazy, and it made me feel like, you know, I, I had a friend who said, this thing's going to take off because you're working too hard for it not to. Uh, and, you know, there is an aspect of luck to success. I'm not going to deny that. But meeting a fan uh, was really, really cool. So um, it kind of just galvanized everything from uh, watching that Earbuds uh, documentary. So on that note, that is... The list you cannot see, I think, right? Yep, nope, covered it all. So from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug. And from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. Uh, Greg made me say this when we met. Good night, Internet. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls, 
We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Oh, yeah.